Hello there, my fellow warriors. Today, I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about the power of your story. Now, it's not like I haven't talked about your story a lot, and even recently, in the value of your story. It's not a new topic, at least not for me. But it might be for you as far as getting it down deep inside of you and starting to believe it. And not just believe in it. Not just believe in the power of your story, but use it. I mean, believe it to the point where you think, well, I can't not use it. I can't not take what I've been through, my experiences, all the highs and lows and ups and downs and all the stuff. That's my story. That's my life. And use it. How could I not? How could I withhold what I've learned, the wisdom, the knowledge, the experience, the perspective? How could I keep it to myself? That would be rude. That's what I want you to feel like by the end of this episode. I want you to think, wow, what have I been doing? I'm withholding. And of course, a lot of it has to do with the fact that you've probably been through something really difficult. You might be stepping through it right now or laying down through it. And so it's hard to believe in the value of your story. It's hard to even imagine that you have something to offer. I get that. Absolutely get that. Okay, before I get into this, I want to tell you that I have developed the nine weapons of hope. And if you have read some of my books and and maybe belong to a past membership or something like that, you probably are familiar with the nine actions. So in my first book, Still Standing After All the Tears, I introduced the nine actions. And I actually called them nine actions to battle your beast, which is still not a bad name. But since then, I've gained a lot more knowledge and experience and insight and done more studying and and learned from other experts and just a lot of life has happened. And I felt like they needed a bit of an overhaul. And so I have the nine weapons of hope now. And there are a lot of similar similarities, I should say, to the nine actions. But the point is, I now have video that goes along with it and just a lot more to it. Now, these nine weapons of hope are only available through my Warriors and Hope membership. And you can check that out. Actually, what you really should do if you want to check that out, go to warriorsandhope.com and you're welcome to join. But the cool thing is, if you attend our very first virtual event, I'm super excited about. It's going to be so valuable. I mean, jam-packed with value. Whether or not you end up joining the Warriors and Hope membership, you'll definitely want to be a part of this. It's on February 23rd and 24th, and it's free. Our first virtual event is free, and but don't let that price fool you. It's going to be jam-packed with value. So also what's really cool, if you attend either, I hope you attend both of these days, it's a couple hours in the evening. If you attend either or both of those days, you are going, you can save 40% off membership. And what's super cool is that we offer that for life. So no matter how much our memberships increase in the future, no matter how many more benefits we add and all of that, as long as you remain a member, you get to have that same annual membership fee. So definitely go to warriorsandhope.com, go to valeriesilvera.com. You'll see ways that you can uh, join us for our Warriors and Hope membership. So anyway, the reason I'm telling you all about the nine weapons of hope is because what I wanted to talk to you about today is just a part 
of one of the weapons. And this weapon is called Your Story. And there are six main points in that weapon of hope. But I just want to talk to you about three. And they're actually in the, the first three in the order um, that we have them in, in the Your Story Weapon of Hope. So this is what I want to talk to you about. Believe change is possible. That's the first point. Disrupt self-defeat and recognize the value of your story. So, of course, what happens is that, you know, we're in the middle of our stuff, right? In the middle of our junk. We've been through trauma. We've had negative experiences. We've made some poor choices. I mean, it's life, right? It's a mixed bag of stuff. Maybe, you know, we've been through things like divorce, abandonment, maybe abuse, maybe addiction. That addiction beast has entered your life in some way. Maybe you've had financial or health issues, betrayal, a major trauma, or just seems like the hits keep coming. Whatever it is, you end up with these self-defeating thoughts. I call them beasts. They're your beasts. And so you start to think things like, bad things keep happening to me. God's forgotten about me. He's mad at me. I'm a loser. I'm unlovable, even. I have no future. Life is unfair. I mean, do you, can you relate to any of these things? There are no good people left out there. I don't feel any hope. It's too late. I'm too old. I mean, we could go on and on and on with these negative self-defeating thoughts. Can you relate to the, any of them? All of them? More of them? I wish I could hear your voice right now and you could throw back a bunch of them to me. So these thoughts lead to really negative self-defeating emotions and feelings, right? We think things. We think, oh, this is what I think. And then pretty soon this is how we feel depressed, scared, guilty. We've, we're filled with shame, sadness. I feel stupid or unattractive or unloved. I end up in victim land. You know, it just my I feel so out of control, helpless. And so we wind up down on the mat. If you could see what I'm looking at right now, there's a graphic in the Your Story Weapon of Hope. And it, it shows a lot of what I'm talking about right now. And then I've got this picture of this little, you know, girl, woman laying down on the mat <laughs> because that is what ends up happening. We're either barely surviving or we wind up flat out on our back on the mat. And guess who gets on top of you on that mat? You guessed it. Your beasts. Your beasts jump right up there on top of you and keep you down by whispering in your ear and screaming in your face all those negative thoughts that you have, all those thoughts that make you feel those self-defeating feelings. So there you are. You're down on the mat. And again, I wish I could show you this graphic right now, but you can picture it. Down on the mat is not a power position. Can we all agree with that? So start thinking about what's keeping you down. It's so funny. when Just as I said that, literally, you know, literally as I, those words popped out of my mouth. Well, think about what's keeping you down. Like you haven't been thinking about it all day, every day, right? 
you're probably obsessing over it. You're trying not to think about it. So whatever it is that's keeping you down, and it could be multiple things, multiple feelings, multiple of the self-defeating thoughts. And again, they come from different situations. What has you down could be different from what had me down. It could be very different, slightly different. It, whatever it is, we all kind of end up with those same types of feelings and self-defeating thoughts, don't we? So here's my first tip for you. This is the one of the sections, one of the six main points in the weapon of hope called your story. What I want you to do right now is just believe that change is possible. Okay, this is where it all begins. You just have to believe it's possible. That's where it's going to start for you. Believe it's possible that you can change. Your situation can change, even if some of the stuff around you doesn't change. But your life can be and feel differently. Just believe that it's possible for you to get up off the mat. Believe it's possible for you to, you know, like leave the gym where that mat is, you know, whatever. Just believe that it's possible. And this is how you're going to do it. This is all you need. One story of someone who's overcome. That's it. You need one story, one overcomer, one person who's got up off the mat, one person who's beat the odds, one person who was in the darkness and now lives in the light, one person who kept fighting, one person who's showing you that it's possible. That's what you need. One person. One story. So whose story can you cling to? And again, their story does not have to be the same as yours to prove it's possible. They just have to prove they're an overcomer. Prove that they've become more, not in spite of their story, but because of it. Proven that they're using their story. Proving maybe all you need is somebody who's just proving that they're fighting. Right? They're not even on to the other side. You know what I was thinking about too is what does the other side mean? What does that mean? Yes, we get to the other side. And then we have other challenges. So I'm not sure there's really an other side. But you know what I mean. One person. Whose story? If you can't come up with a story, use my story. Check into my story more. And you know, I haven't even told all the different aspects of the things that I've overcome in my life for reasons that, you know, I just, there are certain reasons that there are certain parts of my story, especially when I was younger, that I choose not to share only because it, I just don't want to hurt other people in the process. Not that I'd be trashing them, but it, there, there's just reasons right now. The point is, there's been plenty of things that I've come up against. Some of them, my own decisions. A lot of them not. Use my story. But you know what? You can find stories. They're everywhere. You know those stories, those people who inspire us? I mean, it seems like people are so infatuated with professional athletes and actors and royalty and all that, which is fine. I mean, whatever it is that you are into is fine. But really, the stories that touch you the most. Am I right? Again, I wish I could hear you. <laughs> The stories that touch you the most, that inspire you, that make you believe. There are the stories of people like you and me. The people who have overcome, who've come up against huge roadblocks and mountains and monsters and persevered. People who've gotten back up off of that mat time and again. 
people who are overcomers. So that's it first. The first thing is that you believe change is possible and you use one person's story to prove it's possible. The next thing is you have to disrupt self-defeat. That's the second thing. Because often our biggest enemy is ourselves, our own thoughts, right? We are our biggest, ad. I was going to say advocate, adversary is what I meant to say, our biggest adversary. You know, the person we fight with the most, we wrestle, we're down on the mat, we're wrestling and trying to get up and you look over and you go, wow, is that my twin? Right? I'm, arg I'm arguing with myself. I'm wrestling with myself. So what happens is we have these traumas that I mentioned before. We have these bad experiences or poor choices, whatever it is that's got you down, whatever beasts that have reasons that beasts have entered your life, life, right? And you have those negative thoughts I mentioned before that turn into negative feelings. Now, I want you to picture, again, you can't see this graphic, but picture kind of like a little circle, like an arrow that starts to the right and is a circular, it's like a clock. Negative, so at 12 o'clock, we have negative thoughts, right? At three o'clock, we have negative feelings. At six o'clock, we have negative words. And at nine o'clock, we have negative emotions, right? So those traumas and whatever it is, the stuff in our life causes negative thoughts that turn into negative feelings, negative words, negative actions. And guess what happens when the clock gets back up and strikes midnight? You revisit the trauma, you revisit the bad experiences, you revisit the poor choices. That's what you do, right? And then guess what happens? Boom, you start all over again with the negative thoughts, the negative feelings, the negative words, and we just keep going around and around and around. You have to either disrupt the cycle or relive the trauma. That's it. Now, we know th these traumas are real and they're painful. I get it. I I've had plenty of my own real painful ones. But they happened. I wish they hadn't. Whatever you've been through, I wish it hadn't happened, but it did. It is. It's, it's your reality. So we're going to either keep reliving the cycle or we're going to disrupt it. What do we disrupt it with? Positive words, of course. Good choices. Okay, positive words, the feelings changing, all of that will turn into good actions, right? Actions follow what we think and will turn into good choices and a new mindset. And you take all of that in this graphic, I've got this funnel. You take all of that and you stick it into the funnel. And what do you have but change? You have change. And below that is legacy. The reason this is so critical and so important is that when you disrupt self-defeat, you could literally disrupt a cycle that's been going on in your family for generations. I have one of my Warriors and Hope members, Monette, who has done just that. I mean, she she's kind of amazing. She still struggles all the time, but she's had more to overcome than most people and still keeps fighting and getting back up. But her biggest accomplishment is breaking generational cycles generations of addiction, generations of, of, you know, wrong thinking and not believing in themselves, lack of confidence, lack of self-worth. And I think that's really important for you to understand. This is not more than just about you having a happier life. It's also about your legacy. So this is one tip, and you may have heard this from me on other podcast episodes, or I don't know where, somewhere you may have heard this. Maybe I'm not sure, but even if you have, I want you to 
do it this time because maybe you're not doing it, right? Sometimes we hear things, we go, oh, that's a great idea. I should do that. And then life happens and the phone rings and something goes on and we totally forget about it. That's why it's so good to have these things repeated to you over and over so you don't forget, so you finally do it. And that is to use a disruptor word. So remember, you've got this cycle going, these negative thoughts and feelings and actions and all this stuff. And it's just you're going around in a circle. You're that hamster on a treadmill. Wait, hamsters don't go on treadmills, do they? No, they're on a hamster wheel. That's right. I'd like to see a hamster on a treadmill. <laughs> right? So we start out, we go, why me? Why me? Why me? And you feel helpless and hopeless and you have victimhood. And you live in shame and guilt. There's resentment, jealousy, all this junk. Those are that, that's that stuff going through your head. Your disruptor word needs to be a word with deep meaning. So you're going to use it to stop negative or self-defeating thoughts in their tracks. So this is why it's critical to choose a word that resonates with you. One that has meaning. For me, I use legacy because legacy is so important to me. And I think, really, Valerie, did that thought align with the legacy you want to leave? The legacy you're building and working so hard 24-7 to create and to impart to other people? Really? That thought? I don't think so, girl. So legacy is a good one for me. But I, you know, use whatever word works for you. It has to be your word. The point is that you are going to use it when that junk, yeah, that crapola is in your head. You're going to use that word. Boom. Put it in there, right? Oh my gosh. I'm just getting so fat. Legacy. Oh my gosh. I, mean, I can't believe I'm getting so old and time's running out. And why did Jamie die? And blah, 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 blah. Legacy, legacy, legacy. So what's really important is that you try to use this word out loud. Now, if you're in the grocery store and you start, you scream out, you know, whatever your disruptor word is, people might look at you kind of funny. So what? It's not their life. They ought to use a, they ought to use that disruptor word too, right? But seriously, even if you have to whisper it under your breath, out loud is important because there's power in the spoken word and your brain needs to hear you of all people saying it. Okay. Second point. Part of this is you have to replace it with something new. So when you have that negative, I am worthless, and you interrupt it with whatever you, word you use, let's say it's legacy, legacy. Now you've got a little bit of a vacuum. You have to replace it with I'm valuable. My story matters. Whatever it is doesn't matter. And at first it might seem kind of weird or corny or like, you know, it doesn't resonate with you. Just keep doing it because it's super, super powerful. So the first one I gave you was believe that change is possible and then disrupt self-defeat. The third thing, the third of, of the six in the Your Story Weapon of Hope is to recognize the value of your story, the value of your adversity. Because if I were to say to you, what's the value of your story? You'd start trying to pick out, right, all the really cool stuff and the great stuff and all your accomplishments and, right, that, that's what we would do, like a resume, you know, nobody puts on their resume how many times they've fallen and gotten back up. We probably should. And we put all the accomplishments, all those little nuggets that we pull out of our life. You know, the struggles of life and we pull out the, you know, 10% or whatever it is of our, you know, that seems so perfect and wonderful. But I'm talking about the value of your adversity. Yes, there's value in your accomplishments, of course. And you should be proud of those and, and you should stand on those too. But we should stand on all of it. Because remember, the stories that touch you, that, you know, that are the people that have gone up against all odds and overcome, they're the ones that make us believe. So there's a couple things 
that I want you to do. The first one is to give up guilt because guilt is suffocating you. It is weighing you down. It's a thousand pounds on your shoulder and it's not helping anyone. Nobody, zero, nobody. Okay. Whatever you're feeling guilty about, knock it off. Now I say that, you know, I say that because that's what I told myself. And I know it's not easy. None of, none of the things I say are easy. Like let, let's not even, let's just say that everything that I pitch out there is, is difficult and challenging. Of course it is. So that goes without saying, but I'm just telling you, guilt tears down your self-worth. It keeps you frustrated and living in the past. And it also leads to a lot of shame. Okay, whether you've done something or whether you're carrying around somebody else's guilt, I'm here to tell you, you are not serving anybody. There's not a single person out there that's benefiting from your guilt. Nobody. Certainly not you. But n nobody else is either because it's tearing down who you really are. So we've got to knock that off. Okay, so here's what you, you should do. What are you feeling so guilty about? What is it? What is all this guilt about? And when you do that, actually, when you're in this actual weapon of hope, there's more, there's more to all of this, of course. And one of the things that, that we do is draw a line down the middle of a piece of paper. Hey, go ahead and do this too. And we put all the things we're guilty over things we've done that, that really pertain to us. Then the other side is the guilt you're carrying for somebody else. And then the first thing I say is, you know, that, that side where you're carrying guilt for someone else, well, you're going to have to just like cross that out, rip it off the, off the page. Because why are you carrying somebody else's guilt? Really? Seriously? You didn't even do it. Now, we can deal with the stuff of our that's our own guilt. You know, that, okay, I did this wrong, did this, you know. And again, a lot of that is probably you beating yourself up. But no matter. It's time for you to forgive yourself. So that's what you're going to do. Write yourself a note of forgiveness. Be genuine. Be, I mean, be real. Believe it. Read it back to yourself and believe it. Forgive yourself. The second point in this particular section that has to do with recognizing the value of your story is to shed the shame. Oh, shed, shed that shame. It will literally destroy your self-worth and confidence. It'll keep you stuck or worse. I mean, you literally going backwards, ending up in that dark cave. That's where I was. I felt like I lived in a cave for so many years. And the only time I got out of the cave was when I was on the roller coaster from hell. You know, it, 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 we, we get a false sense of other people's lives when we're living in shame. Like they're all so wonderful and I'm just this horrible person. And again, there's that victim land. Nobody wants to live in victim land. There's nothing good going on there. So like guilt, it's often misplaced, right? You know, my biological father uh, was arrested for something really bad and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, as a older man. And um, even though I really didn't have that much of a relationship with him, my initial feelings were like, wow, I feel kind of icky. Like he did that. Okay, I feel bad. Um, but why? Why? I didn't do anything. We do that. We, we kind of carry it for somebody else. We shouldn't do that. So there's a couple, three tips that'll help you on this. Remember that everybody has a story. While you're feeling like the Lone Ranger and running around thinking, you know, you're this awful person that's been through all this stuff. Yeah, well, so have a lot of other people, even if it doesn't look like that on the outside. And that's my second tip on this is to keep perspective. I actually have another podcast coming up that is all about perspective. So stay tuned for that. And then use the F word. 
back to what I said before about forgiving yourself. You've got to forgive yourself and forgive other people involved, right? Because we, here's the deal. Here's the bottom line to this whole episode. I don't want you to feel any longer that you don't have value or that you have less value than you do. We're not talking about arrogance, so quit worrying about that. Quit thinking, well, if I start thinking I'm so great, what does that mean? You're not an arrogant person, so don't even worry about that. We're talking about having confidence and valuing the wonderful human being that is you, the person that God made and said you were wonderful. If you think that you don't have value, I'm going to tell you something that I rarely, rarely would say. You are just flat out wrong. Sorry, wrong. I can tell you without question that you're wrong about this because you have tremendous valuable, uh, tremendous value. You are valuable beyond words. Okay, here's what you're going to do for this. Name someone who thinks you're valuable. Name anybody. It, now ask yourself this. Is the person truthful? Do you trust and respect them? Then why won't you believe them? If they think you're valuable and you trust them, why are you not believing them? If you can't think of anybody right now, think of me because I have already told you how valuable I think you are. So, oh, by the way, this, uh, it, this, what I'm talking about right now is actually there's a session in the Warriors and Hope 2022, our virtual event that's going on February 23rd and 4th. I have a session in there on this same subject. I mean, it's not like you can only hear it once and you got it all, right? This would be a great session for you to come to Warriors and Hope 2022 and, um, and watch. Yes, watch this session. And what's even cooler is I have a super, super cool downloadable workbook that we're going to give out. Definitely for people who are live. I'm not sure if we'll, if we'll give it out later, but definitely for live participants. So register, even if you're not sure you can make it, register, register, because you will get replay links too that'll be available for a couple days. Okay, so remember, warriorsandhope.com or valeriesevera.com, join us for this event because I want you to get this stuff down deep inside of you. You've got to start believing the power of your story. My son, Sean, tells me all the time how much the power of my story, the value of me getting up off the mat, of me standing up and leading the way and proving to him that it was possible, how that's changed his life. Can you imagine how emotional that is for me, how much that means to me and matters to me? I was just trying to get better, mainly. And then, yes, I did want to inspire him. People are watching you. It's your time. It's your time to shine. No more time to waste. Start believing in the power of your story. I hope to see you at Warriors and Hope 2022. And until the next episode, never, ever forget, wherever you are in this world, you're not alone. Your story matters. So live it courageously. Link arms with me. Become a warrior in hope. Doesn't that sound good? Start living with hope.